Hey, it's Adam here, and I want to tell you where you can get more free sex and how you can support the podcast. I'm building a kind of hub for the project on Substack. It's just freesex.substack.com. I'm publishing transcripts for all episodes there for free and occasional writings about free sex for subscribers only. Plus, you can interact with me and stuff like that. To make this podcast, I'm relying on contributions from listeners. My indie podcast company, Artnell, has invested in getting it going, and I'm paying my guests. But the only way I can fund it from now is with support from people like you, who subscribe at freesex.substack.com. Or you can just continue listening to the podcast for free and using the transcripts on the Substack if you need them. Thanks for joining me as we edge ever closer to a world of free sex. What does free sex mean to you? Do you ever think you'd have more sex or better sex if only you could change one thing? What is that thing? I'm Adam Smith, a writer, podcast producer, walker, talker, thinker, wanker. (laughs) I started having sex at 29. 29! And I've been obsessed ever since. Now I'm on a mission to find out how, as a society, we hold each other back in sex. What could a world of free sex look like? For me, free sex is a world with more places to fuck and without sexually transmitted infections. How about you? What are you into? Every episode, I speak to a different human with a unique idea for what free sex could mean. This podcast is fully pansexual and gender fluid. From mild to wild, everyone is welcome. Let's go. Can we make it easier to say what we want in sex? My guest in this episode is Susan Bratton. As an intimacy advisor and wellness expert, Susan has no end of talking techniques, libido botanicals, blood flow supplements, and sexual energy bars to help us all to have better sex. Susan's having the best sex of her life in her 60s, and she wants you and me to share the joy. But better sex isn't enough. Susan and I went deeper. (laughs) We discussed the conditions in society that weaken our sexual communication, why our ways of living don't make us good listeners, and even how society stops us listening to ourselves. Speaking to me from her home in California, Susan set aside the idea of better sex and instead joined me in building a better world. A better world for sex. Here we go. Susan Bratton, welcome to Free Sex. I am so happy to be here because I love free sex. Thank yes. you. Yes. Okay. Well, let's let's <laughs> talk about it. What does free sex mean to you? I think about free sex as a place in which you are positioned in your life where you can ask for what you want, know what you want, ask for what you want, 
and recognize that what you want is going to evolve your whole life long and that your appetites are going to change. Your sexual maturation is going to bring you new interests and new desires and that you're going to feel confident to satisfy those appetites in ways that fuel your passion, your creativity, your intimate connection, and your longevity. And that at the end of your life, you'll look back on that and say, wow, at that moment, I was at a fork in the road and chose free sex. Mm -hmm. I just had so much of a better life than I would have Mm -hmm. had I not taken the risks. Wow, this is so incredibly ambitious. I love it. Like, it's (laughs) such such an all-encompassing way of thinking about sex and what it can do for us and our lives. So thank you for bringing that energy to the podcast. (laughs) One of the things that's good about being old, and I'm in my 60s now, in addition to the fact that I'm having the best sex of my life, (laughs) is that I've got some perspective, Adam. So I can say things like, by the end of my life, I'll look back. I mean, I've got 40 more years, so I'm planning for a very long and sex filled yes. next you know four or five decades don't get me wrong i'm you. not on the downhill slide yet <laughs> i'm still on the upswing <laughs> but uh it still gives you a lot of good perspective which i'm really enjoying well one of the things that you uh, talked about at, at the beginning was um about expressing what you want in sex yeah. and listening yeah. to what the other person wants mm. and um uh yeah communicating what you like and stuff like that so let's talk about communication because that's you know such a huge part of the work that you do is is helping people to communicate better so why is communication such an important part of us getting to this world of free sex well you've said it best yourself many times that communication is the foundation of everything mm-hmm. that you want in your sexuality mm-hmm. and When I think about communication skills, I think about the three legs of a solid stool of hot sex, Mm -hmm. lifelong hot sex. Mm -hmm. One of those three legs is understanding technique, Mm -hmm. um, actually becoming a good lover, having pleasuring skills. Mm -hmm. The second is communication. And I've got this new thing, and I'll tell you, I could use your help as a writer. Um, I don't have good words for it yet, but here's what I call it. What I'm, The way I think about it is that there, I have written so many communication skills, and I think about it as an ascension model. Okay. You have to learn this, then this, then this, then this. There's an order. There's an orderly okay. way to approach your sexual communication skills. Mm-hmm. And I haven't given it a cute name yet. And I give everything a cute name. And I am the queen of sexy URLs. So I will get there. <laughs> um, and I don't mind talking about work in progress at all because everything is a work in progress to me. Everything is always, always includes the wild card. because I'm always learning new things. Um, That's one of the best things about sex. I joke that if sex were a brand, its tagline would be sex. There's always something more. And it comes with a big, it comes with a big, you know, swishy hand gesture. There's always something more, right? Yes, there is. (laughs) And then the third leg of that stool is what I would call the body-based piece of it, Mm -hmm. which is everything from understanding 
all the parts of your genital structures, mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. the difference between libido, desire, and arousal, mm-hmm. understanding how the penis bod the penis testosterone dominant body and the vulva vagina mm-hmm. uh estrogen dominant body work and then what happens when you trade out hormones and things mm-hmm. like that you yeah, know like yeah. where are we going with all this stuff i can talk yeah. to you about how the you know the the xx and xy manifest but now we're getting into some really interesting territory in the yeah. world of our trans folks yes. yeah. and so i'm fascinated by that but it also is in this area of sexual biohacking yeah. sexual regenerative therapies so reversing the clock on the aging genitals reversing atrophy reversing ed reversing loss of lubrication, loss of sensation, all of those things. Um, That's a very interesting category, all the way up to what I call biohacking or like male enhancement. You know, I've got a huge gay following. And a part of the reason that I do is that I do two things in the world of gay love. Uh, Three, Mm -hmm. really. One is male enhancement, penis enlargement. Yeah. Because Gay men have beautifully crafted their bodies Mm -hmm. and they want their penis to match. Mm -hmm. And so I teach penis enlargement techniques that actually work that won't hurt you Mm because guys will do a lot of stuff even if it hurts themselves and they don't need to. Mm -hmm. And then the second piece of it is how to connect your cock to your heart, Mm -hmm. which is something that in the world of penis owners Mm -hmm. needs to really be worked on to get the maximum benefits of great sex preach and yes <laughs> it, is. it is it is Ex- exactly um and then the third piece is i think around safe sex for the mm-hmm. gay community because stis are rampant and there needs to be communication skills how, how to ask for safe sex mm-hmm. what tests to get, mm-hmm. um, how to protect yourself. I was talking to a friend of mine over New Year's Eve at the at a New Year's Eve party and he said, Yeah, I've I for the last three weeks I've had sex with a different man every single day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that's that's a lot of skin to skin contact with a lot of humanoids. Like mm-hmm. that's just a breeding ground for STIs. And that's typical. There, that's not atypical in the gay community. You know, that's, that's typical, not, not all, all men, but many men are like that. Yeah. And so I do worry about that too. So those are the three legs of the stool. So this communication piece is really foundation, as we've said. Yeah. And the biggest issue that I find is that there are two. One is I don't know what I want. I just know what I'm getting. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a pretty easy fix. Yeah. Yeah. The second one is, I'm not sure what I want, but I definitely know it's not in and I'd be willing to ask for something else, but I don't want to hurt my partner's feelings. Yeah. And when I give them feedback, they take it as failure and they emotionally collapse in the middle of the you know, lovemaking yeah. scene. And then it's just a fucking nightmare. And yeah. so I just keep my mouth shut and take what I can get. Yeah. Those are two big ones These are two that are really ones. foundation. Yeah. And yeah. just to go back to your stool for a second, the, yes. the, the three 
um the Legs. three parts the first yeah so the third one is about like knowing your body the first one is technique and yeah. the third one sorry the second one in the middle was the was the one that you don't have the brand name for yet but that's yeah the one communication that's, bedroom bedroom communication is yeah, what I call it but this notion of accumulating knowledge or something you know and yeah. in what order should you yeah. learn them this yeah. notion that there's actually um like 101 201 301 level skills yeah yeah and that if you're going to try to if if you're starting here go back and learn the basics that there are basics and the one we just talked about i don't know what i want i just know what i'm getting isn't it or i kind of i know i don't like this and i think i might know what i want but i'm afraid to ask because i've heard this a lot from people who are outside the the gay male community um that I'm a part of or the queer male community as well it's yeah. a bit broader um is that because often our sex can seem on the outside as very transactional where mm-hmm. we're saying I like this this and this and this what do you like to do and let's see if it's a match and then we yeah. can go at it right which does have its drawbacks but it does have a major bonus which is that like you are it it puts you in the position of communicating and listening to the other person and then creating something together um and I'm not saying that like gay men have got the answer but it just strikes me that whenever you whenever I've talked about that with you know people who are not gay men they're like hang on a minute you say what you want and it kind of like blows their mind sometimes and I'm sure that like other people of different identities that have had that same experience if they do it and they tell other people like yeah I just I say what I want <laughs> and it kind of it still baffles me that that is something that is um not commonly done how do you talk to people about getting over the the nerves or whatever it is that you need in order to like be able to say what you want yeah I have a technique that I think is probably the the most foundational of all of the techniques that I've ever created and I've been doing this for decades and I've written 44 books and programs. Um, And what I do is I create sex techniques. That's really what I do for people, pleasuring skills and communication skills, and then how to fix things and make them better. And um, I have a technique called the sexual soulmate pact. Mm -hmm. And it's an agreement. It's a pact. A pact is a, is an agreement that's based in trust. Mm-hmm. That's what a pact is. And it comes out of a book that I wrote that was a very popular book called Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials to Connected Sex. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what I'm doing is this style of techniques that are what I call heart-connected, conscious, passionate, mm-hmm. lovemaking. Mm-hmm. So, Heart connected is a pretty easy one to understand. There's an emotional component to it that grows through the deepening of your intimacy. Conscious is I'm awake. I'm aware. We've had the safe sex discussion. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm being, I'm present. I'm not checked out. I, I'm, I, I could be sober. I could have had a glass of wine or a vape hit or whatever, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming in sober. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm dealing and doing work with my traumas. I'm understanding when I'm triggered and communicating it. I'm, I'm, I'm expressing my needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the passionate thing is this notion that when I'm making love with you, 
I am really bringing all my sensuality. Mm-hmm. I am really bringing my openness to pleasure. I am being with you in a way that's turning me on more and more the more minutes that tick by. Mm-hmm. The sex just escalates into this very like, you know, really exciting experience where I'm out of my head Mm -hmm. and I'm in my body. Mm -hmm. And we are also surrendered to our pleasure together. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing you. It's not performative. Mm -hmm. I'm not acting out or acting as if I am just being. And lovemaking is slow and tender, but it is also wild and surrendered, and it is nurturing and healing and sensual and sexual. Mm-hmm. And I want that, I want you to feel those things right. when you are do, teach learning the things I'm teaching. And I think hey, that's, that's a Lot, that's a big goal for a lot of people. It is, who are, it's a lot, yeah. I like yeah. to say what I like to do is I like to transform friction, like mm-hmm. the emotional friction, yes, but also the genital friction. Mm-hmm. Just not, we're just not rubbing sticks together here yeah. to make a fire. Yeah. I want to transform friction into connection. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is very connected, soulful, but mm-hmm. it's not Tantra. It doesn't have ritual. We're yeah. not burning any incense on the altar. We're fucking. Mm-hmm. We're fucking in a way where our hearts are exploding for each other. And by fucking, I don't mean penis and vagina either. I just mean like super hot sex. Yes. So when you enter into a soulmate pact with a partner, and by the way, the sexual soulmate pact, you can download it for free. I give it away. Mm -hmm. It's If if you just go to sexualsoulmatepact.com, you can have it. And then you print out this PDF and it's almost... It's not written like an agreement. You don't have to sign anything. But it does have two things that I've found people need. One, step-by-step instructions of how to do it Mm -hmm. with stories that explain how it feels when you have it. Right. And it comes in a couple of ways. The first is that there's a couple of pieces to, to, to being in this relationship where we're going to know what we want, ask for it, yeah. and feel encouraged to do so. The first yeah. is, should I, go, should I go into it a bit? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. The first is that it, I have this concept I call reporting in for my animal. And that is that we live in animal bodies. We are homo sapien, which is part of the animal kingdom. We're actually part of the great apes. And we don't have a lot of control over ourselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How much sugar did we eat? How much caffeine did we have? What was our aura ring sleep score? Yeah. Do we have any parasites in our gut? Are we shitting well? Do yeah. we, you know, what are my like hormones we- doing today? What are my hormones doing? How's my depression? Yeah. What's going on with my trauma? What are my stress levels? Yeah. Like, how how is my turn on for you? How do you smell? How do yeah. you look to me? You know, this is like all this stuff. There's so many factors coming into how yeah. we literally feel in our bodies and what we want today. Mm-hmm. Today, I want you to hold me. 
and kiss my cheeks and love me and let me get things off my chest. Mm -hmm. The next time we make love, I'm going to jump on you, pounce on you and ravish you. And you're going to be just completely overtaken by my desire for you. And you're just going to surrender to it because I'm in charge. You know, that that's the range we run and there's such a spectrum of it. And so it's honoring all of that and knowing that sex the inconsistency of sex is one of the beautiful things about it mm. when we tap into that. The second piece, and so I say, yeah, because a lot of people from, feel that the inconsistency is like a like a flaw that they have. It throws you know? them off their game or something. Yeah, 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 or they feel like they're yeah that they're a bad partner because they have that inconsistency, even though it's just because they're human. Exactly. And human is part of the animal kingdom. I think that's, we just can't forget that we're monkeys. We're just smart monkeys and some of them might be smarter than we are. Um, The second piece of it. So I call that reporting in for my animal and it's really, and this is, there's this thing called interoception. It's very similar to proprioception. It's one of our senses and it's our internal felt sense. Ooh, God, I have, the, I feel this pain. Oh, I feel this thing. Oh, I feel this thing in my genitals. Oh, I feel this, the, 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 you know, whatever it is. And so when you begin to have that interoception, mm-hmm. you begin to know what you want. It gets over that problem of, I don't know what I want. I just know what I'm getting isn't it. You do mm-hmm. know. And for a lot of women, I say to them, your, the lips of your vulva cannot mm. talk. So you must give her voice because she is always speaking to you. Because women especially have been socialized by the patriarchal religiosity of our yeah. cultures to shut up and give up, yeah. give it up, you know? And it's like our job to serve. Yeah. And we have to break out of that. And the way that we do is by giving voice to what our body is is telling us by listening and practicing interoception. Mm. So a lot of people are, you know, teaching intuition. It's not at all intuition. It's literally felt sense. Mm. Your body talks Mm. to you. So Mm. speak up. And the interesting thing, one of my girlfriends, Deborah Kagan, she uh, showed me one time, look how much the larynx and the vulva look Look similar. similar. They have a similar design. Right. So how do you how do you use these lips to speak for these lips? It's very, very important. And that's for all bodies and all genders. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And I'm curious with the the sexual soulmate pact, um, because, you know, so many people have like downloaded that and used it. What have you heard back from people about um, how, how they've used it and how they've how they might have changed in the sex that they're having. Yeah. I'd say that probably the number one thing that people tell me is it's really created a lot of variety in our sexuality. Number one, we do more fun things now that we're both speaking up because Mm -hmm. I'm letting my partner know what's happening in my body and they don't take it personally like it's failure. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing that people have struggled with is when you get feedback 
people are like, they, they contract, they collapse mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so after some practice with the pact, they stop emotionally collapsing and they're able to take it as just feedback to do a better job and the mm-hmm. sex gets better. And then the other really, I think, third, you know, kind of precipitate of that agreement that you have is really that I would say there's a level of adoration that begins to develop. Adoration for what? Adoration appreciation, gratitude, because what happens, one of the tricks of the pact is that when your lover says something, oh, to the left, to the right, that's too hard. Can we stop? I need a break, Mm. whatever. Oh, it's not feeling good right now. Or, oh, I have this idea or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, The the person that's hearing the request says, thank you. Mm. And when someone says, thank you, for you telling them your needs instead yeah. of collapsing yeah, or checking out or feeling wounded. It opens up this level of appreciation. Yes. Tell me more. What else? Yeah. How does it feel now, baby? Yeah. How is, is it good now? How do you like it now? Is this better? Oh, let me adjust. Oh, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you for telling me. Right. When you get that, when you go from stoic, shut down, putting up with, Two, getting appreciation for and and encouragement for speaking up. You feel so loved. You feel so safe. You feel so able to go into situations that you would have never gone before. Mm -hmm. They would have stayed masturbatory fantasies Mm -hmm. rather than realities Mm -hmm. because you wouldn't have ever felt safe enough to ask for that thing. And now you can, because if it's not working, you can just say so. And your partner's like, thanks, babe. What do you want to do instead? It's amazing. It reminds me of uh, a trick from improv class where you walk around at the beginning to all the different people who are there, including people that you've maybe never met before and never performed with before. And you say to each other, you actually put your hands towards the floor and you say, the stakes couldn't be lower. And then (laughs) they repeat it back and they say, yeah, the stakes couldn't be lower. They're on the floor. Um, I don't know whether you could do that in the bedroom before having sex, but it's the same principle. But my next question then is about the, you've talked about the, these um, techniques and things that, uh, can lead us all to better communication sexually, to lead yeah. us as individuals into be able to doing that. And yeah. you are there at the at the top of uh, of a media empire, um, you know, with all of these techniques, with with these different platforms, um, extolling all of these things. Um, yeah. And obviously, I couldn't agree with you more. But it, it but it does still rely on an individual subscribing to your newsletter or listening yeah. to you on a podcast or something like that. Um, and yes, we do have to take our own bodies in our own hands, not just for masturbation, but, um, I'm just thinking like above this level of like what we as individuals need to do, like, we need to find this out. Like what as a society do we need to do in order for people to like know these things or learn these things anyway? Yeah. There's a documentary film being made about me right now Mm -hmm. about my, my story and my work Mm -hmm. and about how much censorship Mm -hmm. that I've had to put up with and all of those like me teaching pleasuring skills and passionate lovemaking. Yeah. You can't use Instagram for that. that. (laughs) No, 
<laughs> I am completely censored everywhere but podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I have to be on OnlyFans because literally mm-hmm. women come to me on Instagram and they're like, I heard you talk about Yoni Massage and, you know, I'd really like to see... I'd, I'd like to see what that looks like, you know, like that mm. kind of thing. But it, the problem is that there's no place to post these things. Mm. And so they're the only platforms that allow us to, and, and you know, what's interesting now, um, what was another state that just, um, just made it Pornhub illegal. Uh-huh. Um, so we've got like, I don't know, Utah, all this, it's all the Southern redneck states now um, that are even outlawing your ability to access adult content yeah so it's not on the social medias google won't give you any rankings unless it's very specific keywords which only big big media companies can afford to pay for the keywords for the traffic to things like female ejaculation and stuff like that so the trainers can't get it men's health can afford to do it yeah so it's all controlled by big media right and so the documentary is actually being done it's called the gift and it's uh, done by David Donnelly at CultureNet. And he is a cause-based filmmaker out of London. Mm-hmm. He lives in Kensington. And he met me on another film he was producing called Forever Young, which is not out yet either. And that's about this same thing I was talking about earlier, that I'm in my 60s, but I'm thinking about the next 40 years of my life. Right. Most people my age are planning to retire at 65. And you know, retire in three from years, sex, I'm 64. <laughs> at, they've already retired from sex. Right. They thought it was over when they went through menopause. Or whatever, right. You know, right. Yeah. and uh, much to their husband's chagrin. Right. Yeah. But um, he really understands how the censorship is actually killing us. Mm-hmm. It's killing yeah. us. It's making us die younger and live less exuberant vital lives and it's because we we're over relying right yeah because we're over relying on private companies which make their own decisions about what they want on their platforms and yep. they have to s- satisfy you know credit card processing companies and and advertisers exactly. and everything like that so we're relying on them for to be the conduit for our ongoing lifelong sex ed and yet they're they're not incentivized to, to, to do that yeah I'm yeah. shadow banned. I'm throttled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get any growth unless I do collaborative reels with people. So have... do so, so. Do we need a movement of led by people like you and me, like, and then fo- you know followed by lots and lots of other people to a movement for like you know dropping of censorship or better platforms that enable us on the basis of our health and mental health and physical well being bracket all of that brackets sex to be able to like share this content and communicate like improve communication skills all of these things are for the good of our health yeah how do we how do we get the traffic to those websites if we build them like i've got betterlover.com right with hundreds of free videos Mm -hmm. that teach Mm -hmm. people everything Mm -hmm. and yet i can't buy traffic to that website podcasts are the only bastion of uncensored speech in our world today. Yeah. 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 Where there's any traffic. And that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. That's and it's, it's interesting that that is one of the things that um, it makes me kind of makes me worried, you know, not only about for free sex, but in general, like, because, you know, like you've said, like there is just not that many conduits really 
um, for it. And yet it seems like, I think if you would ask a person, if you told that to a person, they would be like, hang on a minute, what? The internet is full of sex. You know, that's what the internet was invented for. It was invented for sex. It was Um, invented for pornography, which is different than sexual education. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's very bad for women, especially. This was a really interesting thing I noticed too. So I was, I was just watching, um, Slut Ever. It's Mm -hmm. a series, um, a television series. And, um, the first episode, she decided that she, the, the star of the show decided that she wanted to get a happy ending. Mm -hmm. And she said, wow, it's amazing that there's massage parlors within, you know, a half mile of most people Mm -hmm. that a man can go Mm -hmm. and get a happy ending, Mm -hmm. a penis owner, let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. But she tried to find somebody to give her a happy ending. She went to New York. She went to San Francisco. She went to all these places. She, she went to one guy and he ended up being more like a, you know, gigolo girlfriend, boyfriend experience kind of a guy. And, um, then she went to a tantric, you know, mm-hmm. Dhaka. Dhaka mm-hmm. is the male version of Dakini and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're tantric sex workers. And mm-hmm. he said, well, you know, I can't really give you one today. It's going to take a few sessions. I've got to earn your trust. You know, she's like, really, all I want is just like to get off. And he's right. like, well, that's not really my process. Mm-hmm. And, and then I saw this, um, this video about Australia right now where, in Australia, they've been trying to have sex toys. So, and I like to call them sex tools because mm-hmm. one of the things I teach, actually, I'm going to the Vibe Show in LA this week to teach my strategy on orgasmic cross training because mm-hmm. I teach the 20 kinds of male and female orgasms so that people can understand their orgasmic potential because mm-hmm. most people are at one tenth or less of of their own orgasmic potential. And I want to increase pleasure for people because it's very healthy. And um, so I talk about the eight kinds of tools for the vulva and the four kinds of tools for the penis that activate all of the tissue to send more neural signals to the, to the brain to process more pleasure and activate it all. And so sex tools are a very important wow. part of what I do. And yeah. that's at orgasmiccrosstraining.com. If you right. want to know more about that. I can't you are really good details. with the URLs, Susan. Oh I mean. God. I, it's, it's just totally my jam. <laughs> and um, because people are like, tell me more. And I'm like, well, let's, you know, let's move the conversation let's, forward. Go there if that's yeah. what you want. Right. Yeah, Cause people exactly. are, sex is vast. So I just like to have things to meet people where they are. Yeah. So, um, cause some people will be like, nah, I'm good. And other people are like, I want to come 20 ways. What the hell are they? Yeah, so, exactly. I, I need, you know, I need like the wherever you Give me the dot com. <laughs> exactly. So in Australia, they're trying to get sex tools sold in department stores. Uh-huh. Okay. But what's happened is that sex tools have been relegated to adult stores and the adult stores are in the seedy parts of town where women don't want to go to go. Yeah. And so women want to have an orgasm from a toy because they don't have to have the human interaction with an unsafe person. Men, and I'm just going to say men and women here. And what I mean by that is penis owners, testosterone dominant, vulva owners, estrogen dominant. So a man walks in the world in a safe way. He's confident. No one's going to hurt him. He doesn't have to worry. That's why gay men can have so much sex. They're not scared all the time. Yeah. 
But female bodied people, estrogen makes us worried because we're the prey Mm -hmm. and we can't go to unsafe places. So basically there's no place for us to go except an unsafe place to Mm -hmm. buy a sex toy, Mm -hmm. which is the thing that we need to get ourselves off in ways that our fingers can't do for us that activate our pleasure and they're relegated. So like women don't have the same opportunity that men have for pleasure and that is a patriarchal oppressive right. situation how can you go into walmart and buy a gun but you can't buy a vibrator yeah you're talking about america and we are fucked up right, right. now <laughs> so well i mean that we could go down that line that's that, not that road but let's not let's wrap up because um yes yeah, so how would you now that we've now that we've gone through this whole um, kind of laundry list of things. And, and how would you summarize? How do we get to this free sex world? You know, if you could change one thing tomorrow yeah. out of all of these things, mm-hmm. what is that one thing? I think it's understanding that your sexual growth and your personal growth are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. That you're going to want different things at every stage of your life. What you mm-hmm. want in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 100s is going to be different. Mm-hmm. And that you're going to get better and better and better over time if. You are one of those people that I call sexual seekers who realize that sex is a learned skill. I mean, procreation yeah. is you can figure you can make a baby and know yeah. nothing, but you can't have passionate, heart connected, conscious lovemaking without yeah. learning some skills. And the skills are pleasuring techniques, communication skills, and health and wellness, intimate wellness, you know, yeah. constructs. And so really the thing that I most recently put together was something I call my sex life bucket list. Mm-hmm. Guess what the URL is? Sexlifebucketlist.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, I this domain name game. This is fun. Exactly. And yeah. um, what I did was I realized that I needed to make it easier for people to figure out where they were going in their in their sex life. Yeah. And so what I did was I put together 48 what I like to call erotic play dates. Okay, 48. Yes. Wow, okay. 48 erotic play dates, none of which you'll look at and go, ew. Okay. Right? So there's no like, there's no scatological things on there or that kind of stuff. It's it's not fringy. It's pretty, it's pretty, you know, it's not vanilla. Yeah. It's intelligent approaches to learning Mm -hmm. sexual pleasure and connection and deepening your intimacy and feeling sexually confident. And you feel confident. The more you do it, the better you get. The better you get, the more you want. The more you want, the more you try. That's how it works. It's an ascension model. And so at Sex Life Bucket List, I made this little PDF that you print out. And it has these 48 fun erotic play dates that will increment your sexual experiences, knowledge, and confidence. And you mark them A, B, or C. A is, oh, this is definitely going on my bucket list. I really wanted to find my G spot or my P spot or, uh, you know, do a sexy photo shoot in my lingerie or whatever. And then a B is, it's not for me, but if my partner wanted to do it, I would Mm. be totally down for doing it with them. Yeah. C's are, it's not for me right now. Never okay, say yeah. never, right? So there's no, right, so there's, yeah, there's no option which is like n- n- never, never, ever would I ever. There's always Why would like, there be? there's because always this you don't know. possibility. Yeah, no, I wild think it's card. a great, yeah, wild card. There you go, yeah. 
And then I gave, I give you with that PDF, and this is free. I give you with that PDF a 40 minute video where I walk you through yeah. what all these things are. Cause you're going to look at it and go, what the hell is that? Yeah. And you never even heard of it. It's yeah. like in, in psychotherapy, there's this notion of something called a scotoma. Have you heard the word? No. It sounds yeah, like a your, place in Arizona. <laughs> it's your blind spot. Okay. It's, yeah. you don't even know, you don't even know what you don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah. so it, what the sex life bucket list does is it opens up this panoply of opportunities and I describe them to you. So I say, that's your first erotic play date. Mm-hmm. I walk you through all these fun, sexy ideas and I make them sound as exciting as I can. And I really mm-hmm. tr- make it, you know, like an, like kind of like a sexy joy ride. Mm-hmm. And then you mark them down. And if you're lucky enough to have a partner, mm-hmm. you can do it together. Mm-hmm. And then you make your A's and you make your bucket list. Right, and yeah. then you've got some things to go for. Oh, Thursday night, we're going to do takeaway Chinese and we're going to, you know, help you ejaculate, you know, or whatever it is, right? (laughs) Whatever's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is, there's a lot of PDFs to download. We've got a lot of lists to get through. Um, (laughs) But I'm so grateful for all of these amazing like ideas. Um, And it's like, I, I, it's, it's been great to talk to you because there's the level of like the idea, like, why don't you try this in the bedroom now? And then all the way up to, the kind of higher, bigger questions about what 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 do we need to do as a society to like move forward together, you know? Yeah. And so that's really what um, I'm trying to do with free sex. So Susan, you're doing thanks it. so much. You're doing it, Adam. You're doing it. Oh, it's happening. You. It's we. It's happening right this second. It's happening right thank this second. Thank you for <laughs> creating. Thanks, thanks to you and thanks to me and thanks to all of the small media businesses mm-hmm. that are holding space in our heart for the sexual and sensual growth of humanity. Thanks for listening to this episode. Let me know what you think of free sex, the idea, or the podcast. Leave me a review and a star rating if you can. On social media, I'm at Adam Smith. Yes, that's Smith, but with a Z or a Z. Yeah, Smith. Mm. <laughs> it feels good in the mouth. <laughs> you can find more Aunt Nell productions on our website, auntnell.com. And on social, we're at auntnell underscore. The theme music is Trans Life by Othon. Hosted, produced and edited by Adam Smith. And the executive producer for Aunt Nell is Tash Walker. To all you loves and lovers, good night. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.